chapter 22 of Fairy Stories My Children Love Best of All. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sophia Field. Fairy Stories My Children Love Best of All by Edgar Dubbs Shimmer. Chapter 22, The Tinderbox. One, two, one, two. With his sword at his side and his knapsack on his back, a soldier, on his way home from the wars, came marching along the road. An ugly old witch met him and said, Good evening, Mr. Soldier. What a fine sword you have, and such a big knapsack too. You shall have all the money you want. Thank you very kindly, said the soldier. Do you see that big tree? asked the witch. Climb up to the top and you will see it is hollow. You can let yourself down inside the tree. At the bottom you will find a hole through which you can get under the tree. What am I to do down under the tree? asked the soldier. Get money, answered the witch. When you get down to the bottom of the tree, you will find a wide passage lighted with a hundred blazing lamps. You will see three doors that you can open. In the first room, you will see a big box in the middle of the floor. A dog is sitting on top of the box, and he has eyes as big as saucers. But do not be afraid. I will give you my apron, which you can spread out on the floor. Then quickly take hold of the dog and put him on my apron, open the box, and take out as much money as you please. This money is copper, but if silver pleases you better, go into the second room. Here you will find a dog with eyes as big as millstones. But you can put him on my apron, and then take all the silver you like. If you prefer gold, you must go into the third room. The dog sitting on the box in this room has eyes as big as the round tower but he won't hurt you if you put him on my apron. Then you can take as much gold out of the box as you can carry. That is fine, said the soldier, but how much do you want for yourself? Not a bit. I don't want a piece of the money. You may have it all. I only want you to bring me an old tinderbox that my mother forgot the last time she was down there. All right, said the soldier. Then tie the rope around my waist and let me down. Don't forget to take my apron, said the witch. Then the soldier climbed up the tree, and the witch let him down into the hollow trunk. He soon found himself in the wide passage, where the lamps were blazing. He opened the first door. Ah! Oh! There sat the dog, with eyes as big as saucers, staring right at him. You're a pretty fellow, said the soldier, as he took him up and put him on the witch's apron. Then he opened the box, and took out just as many pennies as he could cram into his pockets. He shut the box and put the dog back again on the top. Now he went into the second room. Ah! Oh, ah! Oh! There sat the dog with eyes as big as millstones. You shouldn't stare so hard, said the soldier. You might get a pain in your eyes. Then he put this dog down on the witch's apron and opened the box. When he saw that it was full of silver, he threw away all his pennies and crammed his pockets and his knapsack full of silver. Then he went into the third room. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, ah! Uh! 
There sat the dog with eyes as big as the round tower, and they rolled round and round like wheels. But the soldier was not afraid. He lifted the dog down onto the witch's apron and opened the box. Mercy on us, cried he, as he saw all the gold. Quickly he threw away all the silver he had in his pocket and knapsack. Then he crammed all his pockets and his knapsack and his cap and his boots with so much gold that he could hardly carry it. He put the dog back on the box, shut the door of the room, and shouted through the hollow tree, Pull me up, you old witch! Pull me up! Have you the tinderbox? shouted back the old witch. Dear me, I forgot that, answered the soldier, so he went back and got the tinderbox for her. Then the old witch hauled him up with the rope, and soon he stood again on the dusty road, but this time with his pockets, knapsack, cap, and boots full of shining yellow gold. What do you want this old tinderbox for? asked the soldier. That's none of your business, answered the old witch. You have your gold? Give me my tinderbox. Not so fast, cried the soldier. If you don't tell me what you want it for, I'll cut your head off. Well, I won't tell you answered the old witch angrily. Then the soldier drew his sword and cut her head off. He tied all his money up in her apron, slung it over his shoulder, put the tinderbox in his pocket, and marched on again. When he reached the next town, he went to the finest hotel and ordered the best of everything. The next day he bought new clothes and dressed like a fine gentleman. He spent money freely and the people liked him. When they told him about their king and the lovely daughter he had, the soldier asked, Where can I see this lovely princess? You can't see her at all, they answered, because she lives in a great copper castle protected by walls and towers. It has been said that she will marry a common soldier. The king will not allow this, so he keeps her hidden away. This set the soldier thinking, but he could think of no way of getting sight of the princess. As he kept on spending money freely, he found at last that he had only tuppence left. So he had to leave the hotel and move into a small garret under the roof of a dingy house. Here he had to take care of himself, and no friends came to see him. One dark evening he had not even money enough to buy a candle. He thought of the old tinderbox and got it out. In the tinderbox he found a bit of candle, a flint, and a steel. He struck the flint with the steel, and as the sparks flew up, his door suddenly burst open, and there before him stood the dog with eyes as big as saucers. The dog asked, What does my lord command? Goodness gracious, exclaimed the soldier, this is a wonderful tinderbox. Then he said to the dog, Get me some money, quick. Away went the dog, but in the twinkling of an eyelash he came back with a big bag full of pennies in his mouth and then disappeared. It did not take long for the soldier to find out the secret of using the tinderbox. If he struck once, the copper dog came. If he struck twice, the silver dog came. If he struck thrice, the gold dog came. Now he had plenty of money again. He moved out of the dark garret back to the fine hotel once more. He bought plenty of elegant clothes, and all his friends came to see him as before. But this did not satisfy the soldier. How can I manage to see the princess? He asked himself more than once. He could not answer his own question until one night he thought of trying his tinderbox. He struck the flint once, and instantly the dog with the saucer eyes came. Even if it is midnight, said the soldier, 
I want to see the princess. Before he had time to wink, the dog was gone and soon returned with the princess, fast asleep, on his back. She looked so lovely that the soldier bent down and kissed her. He could not help it. Then the dog took the princess back to her castle. The next morning, at the breakfast table, the princess told the king and the queen that she had had such a wonderful dream. She said she had taken a ride on a dog's back, and that a soldier had kissed her. After this, a nurse had to sit by the bed of the princess at night to watch and see if it was only a dream, or if something strange really had happened. The very next night, the dog came again. He took up the princess and ran off with her as fast as he could, but the nurse ran after them and saw them go into a big house. Aha, she said, now I know where the place is. Then she made a big cross on the gate with chalk and went home to wait. Very soon after she got there, the dog came back too with the princess. But he had seen that there was a white cross on the gate, so he took a piece of chalk and very cleverly made crosses on all the gates in the town. Early the next morning, the nurse told the king and the queen what she had seen and what she had done. So they all went to see where the princess had been. There is the house, said the king when he saw the first cross. No, it is over there, said the queen, who saw another cross. But there are crosses everywhere, cried the nurse. Then they saw that it would be of no use to look any further. As soon as they got home, the queen took her scissors and cut up a large piece of silk into smaller pieces. These she made into a pretty little bag, in which she put buckwheat. She then tied this bag on the back of the princess, and cut a little hole in the bottom of the bag, so that the buckwheat grains should drop out along the way the princess went. That night the dog came again and carried the sleeping princess to the soldier. He never noticed how the buckwheat dropped out of the pretty little bag along the road. In the morning, the king easily found the place. The soldier was seized and put into a dark dungeon. Tomorrow they will hang you, said the jailer as he locked the door. Oh, mourned the soldier to himself, if only I had not left my tinderbox behind. After a weary night, the soldier woke early. Through the bars of his prison window, he could see the people on their way to the gallows on which he was to be hanged. Everybody was in a hurry. A shoemaker's boy was in such a hurry that he lost one of his slippers right under the soldier's window. The soldier cried out, I say, you, boy, don't be in such a hurry. Nothing can be done till I get there. But if you run to my house and fetch me my tinderbox, I will give you a penny. You must be quick. The boy was only too glad to earn a penny, so he set off for the tinderbox and soon brought it to the soldier who gladly gave the lad a penny. Outside of the town the king's people had built a high scaffold with a higher gallows on it from which the soldier was to hang. The soldier mounted the ladder but when the rope was being put round his neck he asked won't you please let me smoke my pipe for the last time? All right smoke your pipe for the last time they said to him. So the soldier took out his tinderbox, and with the steel he struck the flint once, twice, thrice. Behold, there were all the three dogs. Help me, help me, cried the soldier. They are going to hang me. The dogs rushed at the people and alarmed them greatly. Oh, good soldier, they shouted. You shall marry the princess. Only call off the dogs. The soldier did as they wished. 
Then the princess was brought out of the copper palace and became his wife, as had been foretold. And ever after, they lived a happy life. End of chapter 22